talk about Threadripper for a second? Yeah, we can talk about Threadripper for a second. I don't understand. I am now... Okay, so the price of Threadripper was announced, and it was... It, did you watch the video I sent you? Yeah, I think I did. No, you didn't. That's You don't have to lie to me. It doesn't... I can explain it to I, you. I feel like I watched it, but I don't remember anything about it. Oh, my God. Threadripper. 16 core, 32 threads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The i9 killer. Yeah. Do you know how much the i9 is suggested to retail for? It's like 1200 or 1500 bucks, isn't it? No. 1900 bucks? No. 2100 bucks? Like $2200. Is that like for the highest end one? Yes, that's the highest end, but Threadripper is also the, the I'm trying the highest end Threadripper is 999. And the highest end Threadripper has more cores and more threads than the i9. Damn. And it's 999. Damn. Why would you I, it's ridiculous that like Intel is doing this like huge cash grab. That's the reason why. I, no, fuck Intel. I'm done with it. Like I, I love their CPUs and stuff. But whenever you're blatantly trying to just get somebody to buy, there's no way that that CPU costs twenty two hundred dollars. Now I'm willing to pay more for like a better boost or better performance or anything like that because like. Multi cores don't multi cores and multi threads do not help with like gaming per se, but there's like a, a certain extent that it is beneficial, right? Right, obviously, like video editing and stuff, stuff that needs more cores. That it's not putting a stress on just one core, everything. But to keep everything a little bit simple, there's no reason that you would spend. $2,200 on something that like the performance is not that much better to where based on the price per value like the 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 value of the AMD Threadripper processor at $1,000 is ridiculous compared to $2,200 I mean it's, I'm sure it's for early adopters that absolutely got to have the the next you know big thing well, yeah, I mean, like, it, it'll go down in price, but it's just, okay, so, because uh, I've been an Intel guy, I prefer Intel, I really do, but you can't do these blatant cra- cash grabs and not have repercussions for it. Like, they think that they can just boss people around. It's om- It's like the Verizon of CPU building. Where Verizon thinks they can literally do whatever they want, and therefore for a while they could, they could do literally whatever they wanted, until like, as much as I hate to admit this, until Sprint came along and was like, "Hey, we're gonna cut your price in ha- like anybody's price in half, your bill in half, and we're gonna give you the same." service and whatever and unlimited whatever and then that's the reason why Ver, uh, verizon went back to unlimited because they couldn't handle people everybody switching and they're still re- expensive but people are willing to pay that extra money which is fine now it's fine back then the day it wasn't and that's what intel's doing which i9 are you looking at because i'm the, i'm not seeing the seven seventy nine hundred x is like eleven hundred dollars you actually may be right for the record uh, what? Hold on. We're gonna have to take this part out of the video because I gotta find I gotta find the video the YouTube video with the um with the i nine 
suggested benchmarks. For the record, though, um, Intel is losing their shit right now. They did like a press conference, and their um, slideshow was like literally in PowerPoint, which is fine, but like it was really poorly done. I've made better shit in high school than that. It's really funny if you watch it. Let's see here. Yeah, see, we're gonna have to take this out. I don't. I think it's probably like a couple hundred bucks more, a few hundred bucks more. No, nah, dude, I'm telling you, the new one was like really high. So anyway, well, it was, uh, it, it was suggested though. It, everyone is. Which saying, one were you looking at? Seven nine hundred X. Oh wait, here's the seventy nine eighty XE. Wait, what the hell is the seventy nine eighty XE? That's the, yeah. I'm talking about the highest one. For the record, it, it, it they showed um, a benchmark of it. Duh. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, you okay? You were right. God damn, we gotta start over. No, no, just take that part out. Okay. <laughs> so here, yeah, the highest i nine, um, two thousand uh, dollars. For the record, it's the i nine seventy nine eighty xe. 18 cores, 36 threads. Yeah, that one. Which the thread ripper would be 16 core, 32 threads. Right. For so more threads. Nine, for nine. I mean, more cores. No, it's a couple fewer cores and a couple fewer threads for half the price. Right. Well, I guess so. The, the i9-7960X is the same number of cores and threads for $1,700. So, anyway, the thread, so, the thread ripper is a much. Better deal. Much, much better yes, deal. Yes, much better deal. Thank you. Question my intelligence again. You'll see what happens. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, because yeah. the, the thing is, is that, like, Intel could boss people around with no repercussions until, like, AMD started doing Ryzen and got... You know, yes, you're, you're right. Like, I'm saying... Now that, the competition's heating up. They need to right. be more competitive. Well, I mean, a little bit later, we'll get into the... Um, the Ryzen threes, and I. There's another thing about Intel about that that shows you how nervous they are about this. Just saying, but we can continue into the actual podcast at this point. That was my rant. I'm just, I'm just happy we could talk about the Threadripper. <laughs> and it's also, can we also agree? I think even Buckman would agree with this. Maybe he, he actually. You know what? I know how he is, so he probably won't. But that is. Threadripper is literally the best name for a CPU I've ever heard. It's not a bad name. No, it's can we uh, no agree with me right now? You can't think of a better one. I I haven't thought about it much, but I guess yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, you're see, I'm right. I know I'm right. Okay, anyway, so let's get into the podcast. Hello and welcome to Code I Call. See, targeting's usually pretty weekly gaming podcast. Um, really? Yeah. Hey, we've been pretty good lately, I think. The last three episodes? No, wait, no. Like the last two mind. episodes. <laughs> Which okay. uh, you can subs- find those episodes and then subscribe on the podcast app on your iPhone, Google Play Store, and your Android phone, and on SoundCloud. 
Uh, I'm Luke, and tonight I'm joined by Dakota. What's going on, my man? What's up? All right. I got <laughs> I got one question for you. What you been playing? Um, same thing you've been playing, which is Splatoon. And I haven't gotten into it as much as I want to. I just haven't had time. But um, it's. I think I'm up to level five, which is actually like piss poor at best. But I've only been able to play it one day. But other than that, it's quite awesome. Yes. I Do you play with? Agree. Oh wait, I'm so, never mind. I, okay, so what have you been playing? Well, before I we deep dive into Splatoon, I've, I've been playing a couple things. Um, Persona Five. Uh, I, I got to give a PSA. Make sure you save often. Because I'm in one of these dungeons, come up to like a mid-boss, get wrecked. I'm like, well, there was a safe room right before it. I saved. I remember I saved. I'm totally fine. I pick go to the last safe room. I didn't save. <laughs> before I, The last time I saved was before the entire dungeon. So now I'm trying to get through that entire dungeon again. And I must have like really lucked out the first time because I'm just getting killed left and right. And it's pissed me off so much. Because I, I was almost like halfway through it. Right. So save often. Um, been playing more PUBG, a, a little bit of solo. I got man. There's this one match where I was sneaking around in the bushes in the tall grass. Got like a bunch of good stealth kills. Like a bunch. What's a bunch? Two. Two, two to three. That's a bunch. So, That's a bunch. So is it three or is it two? It was two. Okay. <laughs> but they were really good. I. Speaking of which, so oh yeah, that's what I wanted to say real quick. I'm sorry, I have to interrupt you since you brought up um, Battlegrounds. But the only reason why is I was playing yesterday, very very little yesterday. I played two matches, and I went. I was in this like area. It was me and another dude, and there there was so there was a guy in a house. This other dude who I was stalking up, I was all stealth like, you know, crawling up there, or whatever. And um, he was inside, and he was just like bum rushing the door, and went straight into this house, went right up to the top, and just shot this dude. Okay, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna let them fight it out and weaken the one, and then take the other one. So the guy comes back down, and he runs for. There's like three houses in this area, and he runs from one house to another. And there's a fence around the entire thing, so it's like a compound, like I was saying. And uh, I snuck around the outside of the fence. This guy comes out, and as soon as he comes out, I just line him up. He jumps behind a car, and this must be a new tactic, which I'm not quite sure how I feel about because it really made me mad. But he jumps behind this car and lays down, and I was like, you know what? He's got to come out from the car. Like At some point, he's got to come out from the car, so I'm just going to sit here and wait for him. So that's what I did. I sat there and waited for him. I guess during that time, he thought it would be much better for him to commit suicide than for me to kill him to where I don't get the point. I don't get the kill. I don't get anything. So the next thing I know, this Molotov cocktail comes out of nowhere, just goes straight up in the air and right back down on him, lights the entire area around him on fire, and he dies. And I'm like, okay. Yes, I do. I mean, it was interesting, but it really made me mad. <laughs> that better not be a new thing. If, if this happens That's the next some time deranged I'm maniac oh trying to God. troll people. I guess. I don't know. The guy looked like he knew what he was doing until he came across me, of course. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, so one other thing I played, uh, a little game called That's You. So it's a free download for PlayStation Plus members. First part of Sony's uh, PlayLink series. So you, uh, you download an app on your phone and, and can play it 
uh, on your, on your phone with like three to six people or so. So, um, a channel, I really like kind of funny, um, featuring Greg Miller of IGN fame. Um, they have this new series called party mode. It's like a weekly let's play series. So they did that game a couple weeks ago and it just looked super fun. It's a fun party game. So got a friend to download that. And then uh, last weekend, actually got some people who said, Hey, download this thing on your phone. It'll be pretty fun. Had a great mm-hmm. time. People dug it. Normal people like the regulars, the normals. So it was great. <laughs> so th- I recommend that. And that's, this is wait, that's me. That's you. That, that's you. That's you. Cause I, I know about it and I've been wanting to play it, but I, I haven't gotten it. My family comes in town in the next couple of weeks. So I was going to think yeah. that maybe it would be fun to play with them. Oh, yeah, for sure. It now, does everybody download it on their phone? How does yeah. this work? Yeah, you, everybody needs to download it on their phone. Uh, and then I'm guessing they like it like syncs up and then they vote, right? Yeah, like you, you vote things and you can draw things. And so there's games where it's like one person takes a picture and then everybody like draws on it and stuff like that. Interesting. It's dope. Interesting. I mean... I may have to download that. All right, can we talk about Splatoon? That's what I want to do. Yeah, so the other thing I've been playing is Splatoon. Um, I was talking to you earlier, but I really wish I would have got into Splatoon 1, which I just never wanted to turn on my Wii U. I didn't want to play with the big, chunky gamepad. But I I, knew, hey, wh- I I enjoyed what little I played as Splatoon 1. Do you? Okay, I have to ask. Do you play with motion controls or not? I have been playing with motion controls. But then, okay, this, this is God. like my main problem with the game. And it actually, I got like th- three problems. One, when you play it in docked mode, like the frame rate in the in the the lobby or the the, the village or whatever where you walk around, Inc- Inkopolis, Inkopolis, is like super super low, and it like it's it gives me a headache. Really? Like, I don't know why. Like it's got really bad like frame pacing or something. Just walking around, it gives me a fucking headache. Um, two, it's Intel for you. Is, there's, I don't think there's an Intel processor on the Switch. Is there? No, no, it's NVIDIA, which is owned by Intel. Yeah, the, the Tegra. Anyway, um, playing it in handheld mode, I like playing in handheld mode just because it's a Switch and you can do that. I can never get a good angle for motion controls. Like I, I, I always got to change how I'm like sitting and like looking at it and, and shit. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of annoying. Um, yeah, but I, I like the quick the quick calibrate whatever the yeah. reposition that makes it so much better i that's that's a godsend but there's like a limit to like the angle so like for some reason i want to play it sitting like like so and kind of like facing down and it just never works and i have to like it, it's weird it sounds like you just need to get somebody to teach you how to have good posture is what i just heard i'm just trying to be comfortable with the switch Okay, well, you're not supposed to be you know, down like this. You're supposed to be up, like, you know, bam, bam. <laughs> I've, I've noticed myself low, like, because I've only played it in handheld. I've not played it in docked. But I have noticed myself, of, like, I'm trying to, like, fling paint is one yeah. thing that I've noticed. <laughs> so I'm like, ugh, ugh, and it's, it doesn't work too well. Yeah. Because he doesn't move as that. I mean, he moves fast, but it's not flinging paint. Right. But uh, my favorite way to control is actually with the Pro Controller. Um, and I have been using motion controls because I, I, my first few matches, I turned it off. I just kind of get my bearings. Mm. And I can see how with motion controls, you, you're going to be better off. Yeah. This is my, my final Go complaint, ahead. though. 
I like um, inverted. So when you invert it, it inverts both X and Y, and you can't change that. So you can you invert. Can't? No, no. I I could have sworn that you could. I thought I could have sworn I did. Well, you can invert it, but it, it affects both dimensions. No, I yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought that it said you can't do individual I, dimensions unless you if you're using motion controls. Really? So I like um, non-inverted left and right. But, but you then, like inverted up and down. Yeah. So like I, I, I keep it on a non-inverted left or a y-axis or wait, right. x-axis, and I don't yeah. like that motion control, but I can get by. So I switched it, and I like that motion control up and down better. But I can't fucking I can't play with inverted x-axis. Like I'm I'm just going in circles because my brain just can't wrap around it. And I wish you could change them both independently with motion. I feel controls. like I feel like you can. I mean, I may be wrong. I really may be wrong, but I wanted to t- try. Cause, okay, so the real reason I don't know the gamepad it just sucked. The gamepad without motion controls just sucked, and the people that played Splatoon a decent bit, which I'm gonna say is I'm gonna include myself in there. I I preach motion controls on splatoon one yeah now splatoon two yeah with splatoon two the um the way that the the i don't know the right thumbstick is in a it's actually in a terrible place but i would never say that out loud so the the right thumbstick is in a decent location but not a not a very good location to where like it's hard to like i don't know i do it with like the tip of rather than the pad of my thumb i do it with like the the knuckle of my thumb almost so I was thinking, though, that maybe it could be more precise without motion controls. So I tried it, and I could have sworn I inverted both of them because I'm the same way. I, I like no, If you turn off motion controls, you can pick independently. Like You can make okay, changes so, to both. All right. You're just weird. So you – so you want to look – you want with motion control, you want to look up and have your dude point down. Yeah, I want I want to pull the stick okay, down and look up, but then point left and turn left. You may be a psychopath. I don't think you. I, I'm I'm decently sure you're the only person in the entire world that wants that. Well, it's it's the whole motion control thing makes it weird. It just puts me out of my element. So I just got to get used to it. I guess. Is so, your PlayStation it, VR inverted? I don't remember. I haven't used it in months. Nobody has. <laughs> but despite all that, Splatoon 2 is a ton of fun. It's the best. Have you done the Salmon Run yet? No. I, I need to try that. I heard, though, that they only allow it, like, they close it down. You have to be... Because I personally... Everybody complains about how um the levels okay if you if you're just now listening to this the levels are locked there's like what well, i think there's like six or eight levels like six or eight maps in the game but at any given time that you log on to play turf war online there's only two maps that you can choose from yeah so and they, they change so like a ranked match will have two separate maps and then a non-ranked match would have and and well a non-ranked match will have two separate maps anyways though but the whole reason why I'm bringing this up is that it locks them down. And I think that that's a really good idea. Honest to God, I think that that's a, a, a supreme idea to keep make it a level playing field. But whenever Salmon Run happens, Salmon Run is a locked event 
and it only happens every so often. But yet at the same time, like it, it's a co-op thing. There's no you're not playing against anybody. It's just I don't know why they lock it. It doesn't yeah. make sense to me. That so, is that is strange. Yeah, I, I I don't know. They that's one thing that really needs to be worked out. They they I just don't like that. But whatever. What level are what I'm what yeah, what level? Maybe. I'm level six. I'm almost so I'm you're almost higher to, than me. I'm almost to seven. Yeah, I just got five. I really need to get ten though. And then start playing in those ranked matches. Yeah. But so did you play like ranked matches on Splatoon One? Uh I think I played a little bit, not many. I'm I'm worried about that because like I, I, I swear how it goes every time I play is I'm either on a team and we all get like 2,000 points and we kick ass or I'm on a team where I get like 1,000 to 1,500 points and I'm the only one anywhere near that and every like the other people suck and I, it, it, I hate it because I'm, I'm like doing decent but I'm always on yeah. a team with three people that just blow the, and we have no so way. The, so the thing that about Splatoon that people – it's really hard for people to understand and this is what I like about Splatoon – is that people a lot of people can't wrap their head around the fact that it's not about how many people you kill yeah absolutely it's not it's about how much you paint and the people that have the lower that get the lower numbers in the thing they if you look they probably have more kills than everybody else but a kill is i mean a kill is worth a lot believe it or not if if you don't have the coverage you're not gonna right it's not yeah so it's it's pointless also your spawn always ink your spawn Oh well, yeah. Why would you not? I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, but no. I, if I remember correctly, ranked is actually everybody's decently good. Okay. Decently good. I mean, you still have those dumb people that still go after the kills and stuff. But I mean, whatever. It happens. And also, the other thing is like you're going by points and stuff. You got to play I the mean, objective. You got to play the objective. Yes, you have to play the objective, and but but some people you need to have some people that don't play the objective and actually, because yeah, okay, for yeah. instance, if there's if yeah. there's four if there's two teams of four players each and you never get or is it five players? It's four, five players, four, is it? Four. Is it four? Yeah, I feel like it's five. It's four players. Okay, so f- yeah, it is four players. So two teams of four players each, right? If both, if all four people are not trying to kill each other and just painting the place, there's going to be huge like it's just yeah. yeah that, that's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just saying no, I, I, I'm I, always on teams with people that just blow, and then right, and but, there's always somebody there that that is AFK and they don't do anything. Oh, I've had I've seen that like three times today. Really, yeah. I've not seen that. I, so, but somebody I, that just I mean, stands there drives me nuts. But yeah, it. Point is, is it's a really good game, and if you have a Switch and you don't have it, you're probably a re. Don't don't say that. Don't say that. Absolutely. You should probably need. No, I was actually going to say you should probably need to rethink your existence. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Good save. Uh, Yeah, if you have a Switch, buy this game, dude. The Switch. This is such a strong start, man. Like this is. Damn! Don't don't curse it. Don't don't curse it. I'm so nervous that it's going to turn into the Wii. So I don't I don't want to talk about it. It makes me nervous. Yeah. But the weird thing is, is, like, I'm not a big competitive shooter guy, and right now all I want to play is Splatoon 2 and PUBG, which are neither of them are, like, competitive shooters, but they're, like, different takes on shooters that right. I really like. It's That's – that I, I mean, I think Splatoon is just – it's such a refreshing take on the shooting style. It's, it's like, fun. Right, it's that's all that it is, and that's all that's for. 
And and once again, I see no reason why I need to talk to people on that. I don't. I'm not the social type. I don't need to be talking to people. I there's no directing people and being like, oh, I'm coming up on the right side. No, I can. When we see play, we're getting on Discord and we're gonna strategize and we're gonna be tactical and we're gonna be doing tack rolls and we're gonna be lobbing grenades at the correct angle and we're gonna kick ass. Do you actually use grenades? Oh, grenades are key, bro. Really? Okay. That's that's one thing that I regret. I'm not a I'm not a grenader. I just th- throw it. <laughs> you see an empty area or a big area of like your yeah. enemy's paint, just throw that and like go you know go into squid mode, grab some more, and then go do what you're doing and what, go to the a- action zone. But just throw that over. You're not losing. What's anything. your? Uh, well, I guess you are losing a bunch of paint. ink. But huh? What's your um uh weapon of choice? I've been. If you I've, tell me the roller, I swear to God. No, um, I've been I've been switching around it right now. It's the um, what the fuck's it called the 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 machine gun ace. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I I know what you're talking about. I can't what remember. The hell is but it called? yeah, you get, I, you get it like level six and it costs like five thousand dollars. Yeah, it, I remember that it was on the it was on one, but I can't remember what it's called because I didn't use it. It's that's kind of op. Yeah, it is. It, it, like it's which, gotta, which is fine. It's not a problem. You see a bunch like, of people using that. Yeah, I think that I think the fact that like you have it makes it Okay, so people like talk about the paint the paintbrush. I mean the the roller. The roller is actually the roller is really OP. Besides is, the roller is, though. No, it really is cuz you're covering like crazy and if you catch somebody as like in like squid mode or something and you just paint right over over them, they're dead. So yeah. quick because there's nowhere else for them to go. So it, it, that one really is OP. And that's the reason why a lot of people don't choose it because it's just uh, not right. But, but most of the other sort of weapons that they have, they, like, usually there's a balance of like you're shooting people or you're painting things. Yeah. And that's what I like. Like, so there's not really much of an OP thing. And like for instance, the um the the rifle, the sniper rifle per se, it's not really called the sniper rifle, but you know what I mean. Spice Whatever, the, yeah, that one. Um, it's uh that one's good at shooting people, but it's you're gonna suck at painting things. You're not gonna get that done. Yeah, and you can only have like one person doing that on your squad, which right. I, uh, I wish you could like see your squad change. and then adjust because right. it's all by I chance. I know you're. I I agree one hundred percent, especially if like. Some because I use dual gats. I have the dual. Those are good. Those, those yeah, would be I like my number them. two or three. Yeah, and um, especially in Splatoon one, they turned into the NES zapper. Like you could have yeah. gotten the NES zapper. Awesome. Anyways, though, not the point. Point is, is that um, yeah, you. I wish you could do the your loadout changes because sometimes it's just not. That's not good. If we don't have anybody to paint stuff like with the roller or anything, you're gonna your team's gonna suck. Yeah. So. I really wish that you could see that beforehand and switch it, but whatever. Hopefully it's they add that. Hopefully they can patch it in. I'm sure they will. So, so can we actually get on with this podcast? Yeah. So speaking of this um, whole thing, Nintendo released some of their financial earnings, uh, and surprise or not, the Switch is off to a pretty damn good start um, in the first. Was it four months? March, April, May, June. Yeah. First July. Five. Five months. Four? Or is it just to June? This is, is there this earnings this just till June? This would have been through June, most likely. So okay. it was 4.7 million switches sold, which seems like is pretty much everything 
that they release because it's super hard to find always. Yeah. So that's basically everything they make. Um, <laughs> Zelda is at 3.92 million. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is 3.54 million. So very nearly, or like 75% of people who own a Switch have those games. Uh, Arms is at 1.18 million, and that just came out in June. So that's actually a really strong start for, you know, not even a month, brand new IP. And really, like, it's a fun game, but there's really not a whole lot to do in it. Yeah, it, I mean, it, like I said, it was really fun for the um, the uh, global test punch that I played. Oh, I loved it. I couldn't wait to get home just to play it sometimes. But at the same time, once I, I mean, I feel like that was good enough for me to yeah. not need it. <laughs> I want to try to get, get more stuff unlocked and, like, see more of your fighting style possibilities with different mm-hmm. combinations and get into that more yeah, definitely a fun game and i'm sure like if you get multiple people it's a lot of fun it, yeah it's just a, that it, it's a nice splatoon it's a new it's a nice other splatoon yeah but splatoon 2 i'm gonna be playing that a lot more because oh man it's so good so switches off to a great start this is really refreshing to see you know um i, I kind of took a break from actually playing my switch just because um you know with the summer sale i was going to my pc a lot more and trying out stuff on my ps4 pro and i came back to it, i was like dude this is such a slick device like and it's just yeah it's you don't have to worry about like the 4k tv you don't have to worry about these other things you got to worry about with main console gaming it mm-hmm. just makes it easy for people oh that reminds me so another game that I was playing, because I recently, well, I didn't find it because uh, I didn't lose it, but I recently plugged my um, 3DS back in and started playing Sun and Moon. Oh, nice. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I got really into it one day. I haven't been back to play it other than that one day, but I, yeah, I was like, this is, this is a good device Yeah. as well. I had that sort of moment. Also, there's another dude that um, I let borrow. I didn't let him borrow it, but I let him play um, Zelda. I let him start a new game and stuff like that and uh, on Zelda. not He didn't erase mine. Calm down. But um, he played Zelda because he, he was a big Zelda fan, and he was like, yeah, I really want to play the new one, but it's going to cause him to have to buy a console because he didn't have the Wii U. Surprise, surprise. And um, I was like... If you haven't played the Zelda, like, there's a problem. Because it's totally worth the amount of money that you're going to spend on the console. Totally. I was like, Zelda is one of the few games that $370 is not that bad for that game. And uh, I told him that. He was like, yeah, I think I'm going to go buy one. Probably, like, this weekend or something. I was like, I want to let me know where you find a switch to buy it. Cause you ain't doing it in a weekend. You're going to have to wait a while. Yeah. And he had like no idea what I was talking about. He didn't believe me actually. So, um, and, well. that's the thing is like, I think once people see it in action and kind of get an idea of what it is, like it mm-hmm. appeals to like, you know, most um, people, the normals. Right. And right now the supply isn't there. So once the supply is there, like that's right in in the switch's first year it's going to outsell the entire Wii U lifetime sales which was like 13 million I which believe. is so sad dude yeah. i know. i i was listening to a podcast it it was a uh, um it was a PC a PC podcast and um they were talking about 
Nintendo, something about Nintendo. I can't remember. They were talking about the NES Classic, something about the NES Classic. I can't remember. But um, they were saying like how Nintendo is just leaving money on the table. Like they they don't want to make any more and stuff. So they're just leaving the money on this table. And they were having this conversation about it. And one of the guys that's on there, he's also he's a big PC gamer and a PC guy, but he also plays console games. And like they were all criticizing Nintendo. And then he just had like he just came in and was like, "Guys, I don't think you realize how much money Nintendo has." Like Nintendo would not be Nintendo if they weren't leaving money on the table all the time. But that's because all they have to do is be like Hey guys, you know that we let's just eh, we'll just redo that again, and then they'll make all that money again. And every single they were like, Nintendo is not hurting for money. They can have like like six really bad console sales, and they will still be fine. Yeah, so they just they just go from amazingly selling console to shitty console. They just they just do a shitty console just to keep people on their toes. Really, I think that's it. I think that they want to be unpredictable, so they just come up with this crazy stuff, and they know that people will buy it. They're not like people will buy it. It may not sell very well, but people will buy it. There will be a decent portion of people that buy it, whatever it is. 13 million people, basically. Yeah. (laughs) And you two, you and I are two of them. So, yeah, but unfortunately. But I I mean, this brings me to what you kind of mentioned. How long can this last? I think Mario Odyssey looks. I, I cannot wait for that game. Mario Odyssey will be another Zelda. Yeah, so that'll be huge for the holiday. Yeah, and we don't really know specifics about their 2018 lineup, and I'm sure by the end of the year we'll get a little bit more of that. Um, but what I can hope. they what can they do to keep the momentum going? I guess Animal Crossing, Metro Prime Two. I mean four, Which not that, two. That's four. Not gonna, that's going to be a while. But the, uh, what, uh, what they're doing so great now is it's just like every month is something new. Uh, Pokemon. Pokemon will sell that system. Oh yeah. That, I mean, millions, like w- as soon. I think that's the thing. I think that they're real. They're like spacing it out. Like Zelda is now taking because honestly, if they really wanted to, they could just not release Odyssey until next year and just be like, okay, that's going to be our seller for next year. And then the year after that, will probably be Pokemon will probably come out in 2019. So then that's selling that con that console now for a whole nother year and then 2020 comes around and then they got metroid prime 4 and they're thinking about making their next console Dude, so we, that's we might be playing metroid prime 4 in 2020 on the switch no, too. I, 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 w- I would almost guarantee that we played it in, in 2020 by 2020 guaranteed i, I think I th- they say 2018 i think it's realistically 2019 yeah that's what i'm saying like but i could totally see it being like pushed off just a little bit just, I mean, like I said, we we have the next four years of this console already planned out. I mean, just a few games, but the thing that they, doesn't they've matter. Been, they've been moving at such a rapid pace. Like, I I just hope they can keep that up as long as possible, even with like small, you know. And we small, still haven't got yes, and we still haven't gotten to Smash Bros yet because I'm oh, willing yeah. to guarantee that Smash uh, Smash Four comes out. It is Smash Four, right? Yeah. yeah, they'll absolutely I mean, I know that, do a Smash Bros. Deluxe. Yeah, they'll they'll definitely it. port that. If then not, that's totally a spring game, and then I bet Animal Crossing is going to like come out in this like late spring, early summer. That'd be maybe. perfect. And then we'll probably have another. I almost guarantee that we have another um, uh, Yoshi, like Yoshi's Woolly World or something like that. Yeah, they announced they well they announced a new Kirby and Yoshi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, they did. Oh yeah, look at that. 
Um, yeah. Dude. Oh, dude, it's so good, bro. I and we're not about that shit. The sad part is that we're not. Once again, we're not getting into the third party games. Yeah. But I mean, once it, I mean, this is five million units in five months. Like, yeah. the the support's gonna come. We'll we'll start seeing that. I think I'm, everybody was very apprehensive about fucking with Nintendo, but look at the Wii. I think it's like this. This system has the capability to maybe not beat it, but like be their next closest thing. Maybe more yeah. like the DS, the original DS. Oh, uh, maybe. I don't know because I'm because I'm thinking that Square Square is going to get involved. The Square Square and Nintendo they have that little like thing, but they're doing aren't they doing a game for the for the Switch? They already confirmed. Yeah, everything. Yeah. So it's one of their what? smaller RPGs. Um, yeah, like their throwback oh, well. RPGs that they've been doing, which oh, well. are really cool. That and that's dope. fine. And then there's the um, Octopath Project Octopath. Yeah, Travel. yeah, they're actually doing two. Yeah, and so the, and that looks amazing. I think yes. that game looks awesome. Yes. So there, like, if you can get Square on it, I'm gonna say if you can get and, Rockstar or the Rockstar's brother, I mean, uh, parent company. Take um, two. Yeah, take two. If if because they, they were on that list, so I'm thinking that they may be doing something, everything. Then I, so you already have Skyrim coming for crying out loud. Yeah, and we got Dragon Quest, which will be huge See? for uh, Japan. The Asian I'm audience. not worried. I, I'm not worried yet. I do worry about it plateauing, though. Which I, I think this thing, this device just is. Oh, it, and Sonic Mania! What the hell am I thinking? I know that that's like on everything. I okay. I so I secretly have watched the Sonic Mania trailer about six times in the last three days. So I cannot wait for that game. That's only two weeks. Oh yes. Holy crap! It did. yes, but is it only going to be digital? Yeah. Well, there was there was that limited edition that came with like the Sonic on a Genesis stand. Yeah. That that well, that's still available for the PC. Like they're selling it on Amazon for the PC, but I want it on the Switch. Yeah. So it, it's good. It, regular is digital only, and I don't think seventy bucks for that's it's cool, but I'm not going to spend that. Dude, it says Sega in the old-timey voice. Yeah. Why would you not want that? But you can get it for – oh, the the, the standard or whatever? Yeah, well, it's actually the the ring. There's like a, uh, a, a Genesis cartridge with a ring on it. And I guess whenever you take the ring off or you push the ring down or something, it goes like Sega. Hmm. And I really wish it went like dun, 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 or like, you know, like the Sonic song yeah. or something like one of them. Dude, oh, ooh. And Sonic, Sonic Mania is going to have the best soundtrack of any game, hands down. Done. Don't even try it. Yeah. Okay, we need to keep moving. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so continuing with our Nintendo Power Hour, um, Metroid Samus Returns, uh, they've revealed the uh, Amiibo functionality for that game. So it uses the two Metroid series Amiibo that are out and the two that are coming out, which... The ones that are coming out, I, I don't think you can pre-order them anymore. I think those all sold out, which sucks because I missed yeah. that. Um, to unlock some special abilities, art galleries. Um, and the, the thing that I'm the most salty about is a harder difficulty mode. Now, this comes from a Japanese post that I think, I don't know if it's translated or, or was not like an official statement. Basically mm-hmm. made it sound like you got to use the amiibo and beat the game to unlock these things. Where I feel like a much more rational implementation would be to 
get them if you beat the game or use the amiibo right. to just get them. Right. I am so excited for a new, another 2D Metroid finally, and I'm going to be replaying it over and over, and I want that harder difficulty. And I can't get that unless I some you know manage to find this new Metroid amiibo. I hope that I, I can uh, find that when it comes out or buy it on eBay just for that. So I don't understand why they would do this. Because this is this is stuff you would th- think it's typical beat the game unlock this kind of stuff, and if they right. typically do amiibo more like not so necessary to the experience right. type thing, and that's and in my mind, in my opinion, really, that is what sold. Pe- that's what sold people on the amiibos. They didn't have to have them; they were just kind of a bonus. Yeah, you know, and they're going away from that, which is what I was afraid of to. From the beginning, I don't know. I just I don't like that. That it really bothers me. I like that's that's a Nintendo being Nintendo sort of a thing, and I don't like it. Yeah, and I mean, some people have been saying, "Oh, other games do this. This is not the first time." Blah blah blah. I don't know. It just this this hits home for me because I've been waiting so long for this right. game. Yeah, uh, I'm just salty about it. And uh, whatever. But I, There's, I don't have much else to say about it. Yeah, it's it's not 100% confirmed, so I'm hoping that it's not actually the case in it. But we will see. Going to be playing anyway. So I guess a couple other items on the Nintendo Power Hour. Um, so Walmart put their Super Nintendo Classic <laughs> pre-order up, and I was pretty pissed because I missed it that morning. Turns out didn't matter because it was a mistake, and they canceled all of them. Thank God. I don't I, – I really want the – I don't want a pre-order to come out for that. I mean, okay. No, I do, but I personally think it's awesome whenever everybody just goes nuts over them. Yeah. I'm going to be going nuts over it. I want that so yeah. bad. I know. I know you do. I, I really want the 64 one. I think the, the that old controller will be awesome. Like a re yeah. – you know, I uh, – but I mean, I, I – I don't see – I get – these are a nostalgia thing, and that's why part of me is kind of like reluctant. So I finally got a buyer for my NES Classic Yeah. for 160 It's a complicated story, but I'm supposed to give it to him on Monday, and I have like a – part of me really hopes that they bail out. Part of me really hopes that they bail out because this is my last one if i can't if this person doesn't buy it for 160 i'm done with it i'm not trying to sell it anymore i'm just going to keep it i'm going to keep it try to get all of them and we'll have the collection basically that would be pretty badass yeah i know but uh, now you're making me questioning it again god dang it but the point is is like that 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 would be a cool little thing but I, I I like seeing everybody go nuts over this. It makes me. It's like whenever everybody was going nuts for Pokemon Go, and I was so excited because it was Pokemon, and people were finally feeling like the passion that I feel. And yeah, even yeah. though this is something that, like, if I don't get one, I'm not going to cry about it. But yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, I, I don't think Nintendo wants them to put pre-orders up just because they need to build that hype and they need they want that excitement. Right. I think they want that excitement and then see everybody like come into their Nintendo stores all over the world and then be so disappointed whenever they don't have them. Yeah. 
I think they they want that look of dread on people's faces. That's what they do. See, everybody thinks like the security cameras are to keep the merchandise from being stolen. No, it's just to watch everybody's facial expressions <laughs> as they walk out the door. Yeah. <laughs> and they can do it because they can just release shitty consoles and not give a fuck. Right. And, or they can just – they can either release shitty consoles and not care or they can just release classic versions of all of the consoles, including the shitty ones, and watch people – just cry in sorrows because that's the thing like okay the wii u i guarantee if they release a wii u classic it'll sell decent i think it will i think i think it will i'm just telling you that's dude if give it 20 years if there's a wii u classic i'll eat a brick yeah you'll be eating a brick here in 20 years dude i'm telling you Let's change that to a cheese it bet so I don't actually have to eat it. If you ever get those. Yeah. Okay. Sadly. I'm going to get them to you. I'm not. If it's I'm the last sweating. thing I do. No, if it's the last thing I do. I'm on my stressed. deathbed, I'm just going to be like, Luke, come here. And then I'm just going to reach over to the side and be like, there you go. <laughs> cheese it from 80 years ago. I mean, hopefully they still have extra toasty. Yeah. Dude, in the future, extra toasty is going to evolve into the regular toasty, and then that's just going to be the normal. And they're going to have extra, oh, extra toasty. I bet. Maybe. That'll yeah, be the best. You. Uh, there's a point where toasty just becomes burnt. Yeah, that's. that's the, I just want to burn, man. <laughs> I could see you like getting an entire box of cheeses, dumping on like a cookie sheet or something, popping it in the oven for I like. <laughs> 400 degrees for 15 minutes just to toast them even more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Okay. All right, next. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about the Super Mario Bros. cartridge that sold for a lot of money? Hey, Super Mario Bros. cartridge stole, sold for $30,100.44. And it was sealed. Yeah, it was sealed. It was a completely – It's. Uh, it looks almost like – if I had to say – if, okay, based on this picture, if I had to suggest what it would look like, do you remember my Metal Gear Solid 2 sealed copy? Yeah. It looks roughly like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was not PSA rated, which is really weird. Like, something that's sealed like that is usually rated, right? 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 Yeah, I feel like if you want to sell it that much, you need to have, like, some kind of official person right at it or however they do that um i don't know it's just hmm. that's pretty neat yeah that's somebody spent way too much on a game that they're never gonna play yeah and that's the thing like things don't need to be sealed guys just take care of them okay so i consider myself a historian of the medium or a a hoarder oh this is this is where you're gonna say okay or Go ahead. A hoarder, as some may call them, call it, call me. I would not pay thirty k for your, for a sealed copy. I mean, Don't I'll, I'll me. pay you know eighty bucks for the Splatoon two Pro controller and then not open it because it's sold out and you can't get it anymore. But thirty k, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> what about if it was twenty nine k? What? Not that either. Okay. So I was waiting for you to be like, I may take out a second mortgage. <laughs> no. Um, invest in your 401k kids and yachts everybody wants yachts invest in yachts yeah and flip them for, for profit 
Yeah, there's a price tag on this thing too. Like looking at the 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 box, there's a price tag for twenty six ninety nine. Is that how much it retailed for? Like back in the day, I don't know what nineteen eighties dollars looked like. <laughs> I really, I really want you to pull out your wallet right now and see if you have a dollar bill from the nineteens to from the nineteen nineties, nineteen ninety six. What? What? Wait, no, nineteen ninety. Did you say nineteen ninety six? No. 80s. Why is ninety six? Okay. Oh, okay. I I don't know why, but six stuck in my head. I was like, why why did you say twenty ninety six? I mean, but I think it's because it was twenty six. So I just assumed that you said ninety six. Anyway, that concludes the Nintendo Power Hour. Already? Yeah. All right. So a couple other things on the docket. Um, last week we touched on the Destiny Two beta. Um, at that point, it was only available for those that pre ordered, and they opened it up to everybody for for a few days. So I got a chance to dig into that a little bit. Um, I liked what I played. I, I, I was um, impressed. And actually, most people, or not most, but there's been a mixed reaction. Because um, I saw a lot of positive feedback, but then other people were like, this, this isn't hot. I guess some of the more like professional, like hardcore players. <laughs> this isn't hot. <laughs> so hopefully they can um, improve on that by the time the game comes out. Um, I th- one thing that people complain about was the jumping, and I do agree. Whenever you do a double jump, excuse me, you do double jump and float, you float for a really long time, and it's you have to like hit the button again to cancel it. So I found mm-hmm. myself just like stuck in midair multiple times, and it was wait, annoying. you press it again to cancel it? What the heck? Yeah, it's, it's like you jump and then you hit jump again to to hover, and it, it's you you stay there and you hit it again to cancel. It. And like the first game, it was like a more steady like shorter yeah thing. it was like a, it just felt yeah. better that i do agree with but the the single player mission um it's where the the city gets invaded full of action mm-hmm. cool like beautiful set pieces i found myself just like sitting there like just looking around and stuff i'm like holy crap this looks amazing um the shooting felt great as uh one would expect from destiny and it's continuing like pushing the story and the characters more which I'm really glad to see because I was completely non-existent in the original. <laughs> right. So I'm stoked. I'm stoked for this game. And I'm stoked to play a raid with like the the clan um, Sherpa thing that they're going to introduce. And I'll have to put it together in my own clan. I mean, yes. I don't know. It's still it's still destiny. Like it just makes me. I'm glad they're going in the right direction, but that doesn't mean that I. I definitely don't want to get it right away. But you got to get it right away because if you're behind, then you're never going to want to play it. Listen, I waited for Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, and I'm still. But that's not you don't. I know you, you don't get. Yeah, you don't progress. You're but. so tied to the loot, you know, and your light level and whatever in this. So I would highly recommend getting it right away. If, if you're interested. I just... Uh, but if you're not, then don't. It's, it's like I'm interested, but yet... I don't know. It's I, I don't trust them. That's the thing. I don't trust them. Fair enough. Okay, so next. Um, speaking of PUBG, um, they are going to have their first invitational. So they're dipping into the esports realm. Surprise, surprise. Um, along with that came a somewhat controversial addition. It's going to be paid cosmetic items that some from the community are not happy about. Um, 
it's not that much. It's a, uh, their costumes based on the movie battle Royale, which kind of inspired the whole concept of this genre. Um, so some of these crates are going to be free and then one you have to pay for, uh, two fifty two dollars and fifty cents. Mm-hmm. So not bad. Not, I mean, still unnecessary as someone who enjoys playing a player unknowns fashion grounds. I'm looking forward to this, I, but that's just I, me. So are you going to buy it? Uh, I might dabble. Oh, okay. That's a yes. I might dabble. Yeah, you'll dabble. It's less than 30K, so yeah, you'll dabble. Yeah, yeah, that's where I draw the line. Mm-hmm. I, I love they, that, that. That's like all we can really say about it. What? Yeah. I think they need to do more of this kind of stuff, just like to flesh out the world and like let you customize your character more. And like, Maybe. I mean, you do have the crates that you buy. and Yeah, I guess they do. But they need yeah. more. They just need more of it, more variety. I mean, that's the reason why you have like so many people running around naked like crazy. Because they just don't want to spend the money, I guess, on crates. Yeah. Actually, I'm pretty sure it's because they just think it's funny. Which is, it's to a point, it is. You probably blend in with like flesh colored rocks. I don't know. I think that my all black get up is pretty good. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's helped me out. I ain't changing anytime soon. Um, so should we talk about the uh, Mark Laidlaw interview or questions about Half-Life? Yeah, so um, the writer for Half-Life 3, one of the lead, the main writer, right? Yeah, he was the a main writer. He, he was a, one of the biggest writers for Valve games for a long right. time. The lead writer for Half-Life 3, well, Half-Life, not Half-Life 3, whoops. He uh, did an interview with Arcade Attack, which is a company of some sort, and basically said that every single Half-Life is supposed to be let, like, there's some, it's supposed to end on a cliffhanger, every single one of them. So it doesn't matter that 3, I mean 2, is not going to have, is going to end with loose ends because it's supposed to end with loose ends every time. So even if 3 came out, it would also end on a loose end. And he, every single one of them, one to two and two to three, are supposed to be a long time but until they uh, they have another one. So basically the whole point that we're getting at is, is it time to give up on Half-Life 3? Yes. So you're giving up? Yes, I have been given up a while for a while. <laughs> I think I think that that's yeah I think so too. Although I will say this, like Valve is Valve doesn't need the money. Well, that's first things first. Yeah. The next thing is if I had if I owned a company like this, it would be awesome that at any moment in time I ever just needed a bunch of money, like for any reason at all, I could just announce a game and my stock price would skyrocket. Like, literally, they don't even have to show anything for the game. All that could happen is they come out on stage at any sort of press conference, and there's a symbol of the Half-Life logo and a three next to it. And then that would be it. Are you rooting over the interview or something? There's a thing that I just saw that came back in stock that I'm really thinking about buying right now. What now? The red and blue Joy-Con. 
Oh, really? It's on Amazon. Came in stock. Oh, okay. Dude, it's been sold out for forever. So, anyways, though, back to what I was saying. But yeah, you, think it, you don't need it, dude. You have two pro controllers for crying out loud. It's sold out everywhere. Um. Anyway, yes. Okay. But yeah, they could the the skyrocketing stock stock price. Next. Very depressing news, but it's nice to have some closure, and also not yeah. surprising. Go uh, read the uh, the interview if you really cared that much. I we basically just summed it up. We paraphrased. Yeah, it wasn't a whole lot. Did you want to talk about Ryzen three? Ryzen three came out today. It's awesome. Uh, congrats, AMD. I don't care. I am done trying to pick a side with this. Okay, that is basically where we're going at with this. Only because I will say this. Whenever it comes to CPUs, I am middle of the road. I am not going to either side. They are middle as can be. I am middle as can be. And I will pick and choose based on the price of the product and the performance of this of said product as well. Now, with that being said, I am 100% on board with NVIDIA graphics cards. Because AMD is lackluster at best whenever it comes to the graphics cards. Okay, so... With that being said, Ryzen 3 came out today, and it is competitively priced at the top of the line being – do you know how much it is? No. I think it's like one 137. I know it doesn't reach 140. The top of the line Ryzen 3 is less than $140. The in, in the – like I was saying earlier, in response to that – because of how much cheaper all of AMD CPUs are, Intel, which you would so assume that the um, the uh, Core i3s, the i3 processors, are the ones that compete with the Ryzen three, you would be correct. But the but the I think the Ryzen three. Don't quote me on this one. But I want to say that the i the Core i threes are right around the two hundred dollar range. And they offer the same cores and same process. I mean, the same cores and same threads as the Ryzen three. Yeah, two, two and four, two cores, four threads. And the Ryzen three offers four cores, four threads. There we go. So, which that's due to the Infinity thread. The yeah, Infinity thread, not really that big of a deal. But the point is, is that in response to the to the Ryzen 3, Intel dropped the Pentium, their Pentium line, their KB Lake Pentium line, which is not really worth any money, to the top of the line is $96.88, which is still, because I want to say the lowest end uh, Ryzen 3, the lowest end is $110. So for for 14 more dollars, you can buy a Ryzen three at i want to say it's 3.8 a free a speed of 3.8 and the pentium for 9688 is on is 3.7 i would never buy anything with the name pentium in it again exactly that's my point and like people it's just crazy that i don't know i love the way amd with the, the ryzen series is really like they're really pushing this, and they're really causing a lot of fluctuation. Yeah. And it's 
it's really nice to see this competitiveness. Yeah, for sure. And then on, I mean, a guy built um, a, an uh, an R three, a Ryzen three. Um, built a Ryzen one that I watched on YouTube, a computer that played. It was pretty much maxing out. Like it was sixty frames, pretty much anything clo- like today. And it only cost them how much did it cost them? I think it was um, sixty eight dollars. I mean six hundred and eighty dollars. My bad. It's just, it's nice. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, the, you. And oh, and by the way, all of the Ryzen products and the i threes are not the core i threes are not, but and all the Ryzen products are unlocked. Oh yeah, uh, KB Lake i three processor. The middle of the range one is one fifty nine on Newegg, one fifty nine ninety nine. So. $20 less, you can get the top-of-the-line Ryzen 3. It's it's Like you said, it's good to see the competition. Yes. It's somebody to finally push back. Right. Because we'll probably see some very good things. Okay. That's about- Next. Games of August. Let's talk about those, because August is happening in a couple days. Is it? Something like that. Oh, dang it. I just realized what's coming out in August. Yeah. Dude, there's a lot of stuff, actually. Holy crap. Yeah, let's go through this rather quickly. Um, Tacoma is coming out for Xbox One to PC August 2nd. As a massive, massive fan of Gone Home, I'm very excited for this. Mm, looks all right. I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys a report after it comes out. <laughs> Uh, Ark Survival Evolved is finally releasing, like, officially. Uh, a buddy of mine is trying to get me into that super hardcore, and it looks like an interesting game, but I just don't think I have the time to devote to that at all. Yeah, it's, you don't, and it's also... It's a very, it's a very controversial, controversial game. Honestly, you're, a lot of people will disagree with me with this, but if you're going to buy Ark, just stop and just get Minecraft. It's the same dang thing for the most part. I mean, there's more stuff to do in Ark because, I mean, they, you can ride dinosaurs and all this other crap. And, but it, uh, it's just, you might as well just buy Minecraft. I think the can you build a dinosaur army in Minecraft? I think that's what sells people on it is just amassing their yes, but they, army. but they glitch out anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's, that's it. Seemed like a very choppy, unpolished game. Yes, it it is, and there's so many other other like sandboxy types of games that you might as well just get something else. Yeah. Really, you might as well. And it was like sixty bucks. I'm not going to pay sixty bucks for that. Exactly, because if there's anything I know about like. These sandbox games where it's really just here you go and make your own adventure sort of a thing, you don't play them very often. It's not something that you go into all the, all the time. You have to play other things, something with a structure to it. There's, It's not really worth spending a full for a full-price game. It's yeah. really not. Um, so we got Lawbreakers coming out August 8th. So this is Cliffy you, B's new game. With care Epic. about this? I mean, I think it looks kind of interesting, and Cliffy B won't shut up about it. But the fact that he's talking about it so much makes me not care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just tired of it. it, it yeah. I, I think, 
it looks exciting, a, a good arena shooter, but uh, once Quake comes out, I think people are going to be forgetting about it. Right. Um, Mega Man Legacy Collection 2. Also, When is Quake thing. coming out? I don't know. Never, probably? I'm not a follower of those types of things. Okay. I am stoked for Mega Man Legacy Collection 2. Because these are underappreciated Mega Man games. Um, yes. 7 and 8. Uh, 7 for the Super Nintendo, 8 was for the PlayStation. I just love seeing these games in like those hi- higher detail pixels. Like, just better pixel art. The 16-bit, 32-bit generations. Um, right. And then 8 and 9, which came out for the Wii 360 generation. Very solid. Very fun games there, too. So, um if 20 bucks that's a good deal for those four. yeah that's a really good deal i may wait until it drops like a little bit but that's, but it is a good deal if you want to get it then that's yeah four awesome platformers yes um agents of mayhem is coming out august 15th so this is from the people that did saints row Saints Row series. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard like shit about this game. So. Me either. And I, that's why I'm not really too into. And they they did such a good job of shaking up the like Grand Theft Auto style of things. Yeah. Like they theirs is so much like over the top. And I don't know that. Yeah, you're right. They it's it's kind of concerning. Yeah, you don't know very much, but who knows? Maybe they're just keeping you under wraps because they don't need to talk about it. Yeah, maybe. But the last game that I know of to keep things under wraps a lot and come out was no man's sky and i i i don't think that worked very well for him nope could be wrong but i don't think it did uh moving on uh cities skylines is coming out for ps4 so that's cool to see that get more exposure yeah. um matterfall comes out for ps4 august 15th so this is uh from housemark they did um resogun uh i forget mm-hmm. the names of all their other games but they're like classic like 2d arcade style games in like sci-fi I'll take graphic style. They're really good. They're, like Resogun for PS4 is a fantastic game. And I think this is actually like a 2D platformer shooter somewhat akin to Mega Man. So that's uh, um, I think this will probably be a very good game. They just did uh, they just did one like last month. And they did one in the spring I think too. It, check out Housemark. They do cool 2D arcade stuff. Um, coming out the same Come day. On is Sonic Mania. Yeah! So, so excited. Fuck yeah. Um, that's all I, I really hope it doesn't. I really hope it doesn't suck. Ah, man, it'll, it'll be at least a solid 7 out of 10. You think so? Yeah, at least. Yeah. Uncharted The Lost Legacy on the 22nd. So there's been a, there was a preview event or something just recently, and a bunch of previews have been coming out. And people are like, do not dismiss this game. It's not just a tiny little DLC it's actually yeah. like a, a big open world environment, and it's looking really good. So that's you exciting. You skipped a lot. Dude, who, none of this, what is any of this stuff? Well, I was actually going to ask you, what's the Escapist too? I don't know. Is does that have to deal with um, crap? Zero punctuation by any chance? Yahtzee? No. Oh, okay, darn I, it. I have no idea what half the stuff on this list is. So Guardians of the Galaxy Episode Three. Whatever. Yeah. If you didn't play two or one, then, then it doesn't really matter. Madden eighteen. Who cares? I'm dude. Frostbite. Frost. Frostbite engine. Yeah, that's some good shit, dude. Uh, form F one is coming out. 
it's a pretty generic title. I'm sure there's been millions of other F1 games. It's going to be like F1. Believe it or not, the F1 games, no. <laughs> Shut up. I hate you. No. What's Hello Neighbor? Why do I feel like I, I know about that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what half this stuff is, bro. Okay. I swear I heard of Hello Neighbor. Okay. Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. I'm still. Yeah, I'm Hello on the Neighbor, fence. dude. I swear. So, Hello Neighbor, let me tell you about Hello okay, Neighbor. Okay. Hello Neighbor is a game. It's a stealth horror game where you have this neighbor, right? And you're oh, the, I heard about this. Yeah, yeah and the, the what you're trying to do is get into his house. There's something secret inside of his house, and like you just have to creep around. You have to cause stuff to like get inside of his house. I've never seen anybody. I don't know what's in it, but not yeah, you just that. try to get. Say what? Well, no duck. Why would they reveal that? Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited to find out what it is too. I mean, I, it, I'm hoping that it better not be expensive. If it's a, if it's a sixty dollars no, game, no, no, way. no way. I'm think I'm thinking maybe twenty bucks. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad you agree. Uh, it looked interesting. Uh, Mario plus Rabbids. I'm still on the fence on this. I don't trust that the French can make a great turn-based strategy RPG. Okay, we we're having issues right now. Okay, you you give me the report on that one. Well, I'm not going to get it. That's the problem. Okay. Well. <laughs> Maybe I will actually. It comes out the 29th. I may actually just get that. I may just buck up and get it. Let me know. Yeah. Pillars of Eternity Complete Edition. So I'm kind of pissed that this is finally coming to consoles because that was one of the main reasons I got a PC. <laughs> For Pillars of Eternity? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because it's like, they're, they're like, this is one of the best RPGs in years. And that was in like 2015. And I was, every time I was like, man, I got to get a PC and check this game out. <laughs> And now I didn't have to. Um, XCOM 2, War of the Chosen expansion pack. See, now that is a strategy game I can get behind. I know that's really? going to be dope. I can't get... I mean, okay, like, I, I respect XCOM, whatever, blah, 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 blah. I just... The sci-fi element to that game is what stops me. As stupid as that is. Like, if it's a sci-fi... I don't know. The reason why is because I really think that that's what turned me off to uh, Beyond Earth. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, yeah. I I prefer like the fantasy style. Uh, yeah, I prefer fantasy, not sci-fi. Yeah, for that kind of game. So yeah. Um, Yakuza Kiwami, which is a remake of the first Yakuza game, comes out for PS4. Is that a good game? Yeah, the, the Yakuza series is like a. a huge oh wait, never mind. I, I was I was thinking of a. I, I don't know why, but I was thinking of Kane and Lunge. What? I don't know why. No, they're was, huge cause, cult classics. Because you know how bad Kane and Lynch 2 was. Yeah. So I was like, wait, they're remaking Kane, Kane, Kane and Lynch, the first one? But yeah, okay, never mind. Key and Wami? Yeah, sounds right. And then Life is Strange Before the Storm. I think it's the first episode. comes out August 31st. Yeah. To caboose the month. That's not a phrase that people use. Um, that'll be a good thing. <laughs> Did you just say to boost the month? <laughs> like book – what's the – to bookend – I don't know. To round out the end of the month? Yeah, round it out. There yeah. you yeah, go. Yeah, there we go. That's – that's yeah, humans it's say late that. Afternoon. So a good solid month. Great. Things I'll buy there. All so, right. Nice. Um, yeah. So lesser known? Yeah, what's up with that young lesser known? 
Lesser known. All right, that way we can get like, get out of here real quickly. Get on PUBG. Oh dang! Uh, all right, so lesser known this time is thirteen, and I mean thirteen as in X I I I. Yes. Do you want me to explain what it was? Uh, yeah, because I don't have the Wikipedia page pulled up yet. Oh, okay. Uh, this is a game. It came out. When did it come out? 03. It came out in oh three. Look at you. And how do you just know that? Steelbox, right? I'm a historian of the medium. Anyways, though, it was developed by Ubisoft Paris, uh, published by Ubisoft as well, obviously. And basically, you're this dude who is questioned. You're not really questioned. You're accused of killing the president. It's not JFK, even though it it's based off of JFK. But yeah, you're accused, and you're trying to just get rid of your name. Uh, you are tattooed with the Roman numeral thirteen on your right shoulder, and you have to figure out why because you're found. Um, you're rescued by a lifeguard after the it in New York, Brooklyn, New York. Shout out to Brooklyn. What what? I mean, and um, I, I've been there once. That's the only reason why I said that. And uh, I think that's wherever I got. I ran away from the homeless person, actually. Anyways, though, but um, yeah, that's really about it. It was um, it was a really popular game because it ended on a cliffhanger. I remember that part. Um, and it was they promised a sequel, but it never came. Right? Did it come? Yeah, it, um, it was a only game. It was an only child. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, because they're calling they're another one a re- reimagining of thirteen called Thirteen Lost Identity was released for whatever it's not this game is not a shooter but point and click adventure not important what is important is that it never came the second one never came out so nobody knows how it ends kind of like Half Life oh god <laughs> like how I brought that full circle there yeah but yeah that's I remember whenever this game came out it's a cell shaded first person shooter. Um, I remember it being violent. Is it? Was it rated M? Yeah. No, it wasn't rated M. Was it rated M? Maybe. It doesn't have a rating on the box. That's the reason why I'm bringing it up. It was totally rated M. I feel like it was too, but I don't see any ratings here. Dude, like none. It, the only thing that it says is 12 plus, and 12 plus is not M. Peggy. Peggy rated it 12 plus. Dude, those Europeans, they don't know what's up. Is Peggy European? I thought Peggy was... Yeah, wait, Yeah, you're right. I think it's Peggy is Europe and Asia. I think it's both. Dude, uh, it's, it's, it was rated M in the U.S. Okay. Confirmed. Just, I mean, that's fine. Um, yeah, I remember it being very violent, but the fact that it was like the cell-shaded style, the, the gorgeous cell-shaded look, cartoony look. Oh, and yeah, it was based on like... It was like um, comic book like you would be walking through and shoot somebody and then they would have like pains come across the 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 screen where it would show yeah. like them getting hit by the bullet and being like Ugh! and stuff and yeah it was it was a i mean yeah it, it's a, well, it's I'm, a lesser known <laughs> yeah for sure definitely lesser known i'm looking at one image right now where he's got a rocket launcher and it says boom yeah whenever it shoots that's, and it was – I remember get, it getting a lot of – like like we were talking about before the, before it started, before we started recording the um, 
the ratings on it were not the best. Like it got decent reception, like six point five from uh, EGM, Eurogamer eight out of ten, GameZone seven point eight. If you go by that, IGN eight out of ten. It's I, I mean like I guess I could, but I remember it being talked about so much. Yeah, I, I mean, remember also going to rent it, wanting to rent it a bunch of times and not being able to because it was always taken. I mean, like the the, the art style was you know totally unique and there hasn't been an art style like that i don't think right in a shooter since no not really so that got a lot of people talking and just how it, it i don't know it, it was like a spy thriller like um espionage thriller it just seemed like a very cool concept do you think that this may have influenced uh borderlands dude i bet yeah for sure i just thought yeah yeah that. for sure because really, after thinking about the, this style, like you said, before, this style was not really a thing for first-person shooters. I mean, the only thing I can think of before this one was maybe Killer7. Uh, that was after. It was Killer7 was after 13, really? Yeah. But um, it's probably about it, really. Yeah. And, and recent stuff, I'm thinking Borderlands, and that's about it. Yeah. But... Yeah, that's about it. Very this. interesting little game. Yeah. Unique. Very, I like the unique games. They're unique. They're different than everybody else. Exactly. <laughs> All right, where can they find us? Get us out of here. All right, let's wrap it up. Um, you can find us uh, on the podcast app on your iPhone, Google Play Store on your Android phone, soundcloud.com slash ctargeting. Uh, you can follow me at LukeDoll23 on Twitter. Dakota is at Foxdie89, um, and Buck is at Brow Gaming, and that is where you can find us. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time.